everybody, it's Todd Dills here, back for this week of July 8th, 2022, with another edition of the Overdrive Radio Podcast, jumping off with the antique train bell that's mounted under the deck of one Redding, California-based owner-operator Kelly Cohn's 2022 Peterbilt 389. The bell's activated by the in-cab switch that formerly controlled the sliding fifth wheel, which lies no longer, as you'll hear her tell in today's edition of the podcast. Kelly comes from an education background, career-wise, originally. Several years back, met the man she's now married to, fellow owner-operator Bruce Cohn, and took to trucking in an outsized way originally on ride-along trips in cab with the third-generation owner-operator. Himself hauling long time for direct customers in California and Oregon, today mostly home every night after a 30-year career that took him all over the western states and occasionally farther afield. Bruce and Kelly aren't team operators, though. Bruce's 2020 389 replaced a 2010 that Kelly got her start in as an owner-operator before upgrading to the 2022. Both rigs I caught a close look at out at the AJ Souza Memorial Truck Show two weeks ago in Merced, in sunny California, as they say. The old descriptor didn't disappoint. There wasn't a drop of rain in sight for the show, and temps rose in the afternoon above 100 on the mercury. The heat, the then specter of the AB5 contractor law coming into play, $7 plus diesel and everything else the state has thrown at the trucking world in recent memory didn't tamp down the spirits of the owner-operators we'll hear from today. We'll jump right into it here momentarily with Bruce and Kelly Cohn, riding out the last several years of their careers in style, and for the most part, loving every single minute of it. Before the end, we'll also hear from another owner, one in his very early days trucking, Tony Gonzalez. Like the Cones, it's clear Gonzalez has the bull by the horns, so to speak. Stay tuned. I'm Bruce Cohn. This is my wife, Kelly Cohn, and we have Cohn Trucking. And she has her own truck, own business, for set of businesses, and I have my Cone Trucking. And uh, we've been doing this for how many years now together? Three, three, three years. years. Three years now. Okay. Three years together, and um, how far back do you go in the business, Bruce? I'm third generation. My grandpa drove truck, uh, my dad drove truck, and I drive truck. Where are you guys, where do you live? We live in Redding, California. We had some mutual friends and we started dating and he drove truck. He'd been driving for about 30 years and I went with him on and off. And when I went with him, I enjoyed it. It was a great adventure. And so he had a 2010 raised roof Peterbilt and red, Viper red. And I loved to go with him. And so I went behind his back and got my class A and asked him how much he would sell his truck for because he was going to be getting a new one. And so he said he'd make a great deal. And I told him it was going to be me that was going to be the driver. And he about fell out of his chair. He couldn't believe it. The truck in question was equipped with an 09 emission spec engine. And Bruce Cohn was thinking to upgrade early in order to make sure he met CARB's required phase out of such engines at the end of this year. See notes here. We call it aged out, aged out and 23. So you got to have a truck yeah. before 23. Yeah. So we're in 22 now. but. Um, yep. Send of the year on the truck. Yep. I was going to sell it early to get in the truck. I decided to sell it, and uh, at the time we were uh, engaged and married. Yeah. We weren't married yet. So we decided to, decided to, um, uh, for her to start driving, and uh, we figured it's the first truck, first driving job. Why not just drive this truck for a year? Yeah. And if you do like it, then we'll figure, we'll figure something might get you in the truck. Yeah. And uh, 
She drove, she called the Super Big Red Truck, same color, Piper Red, but she loved it so much that I decided, uh, well, we gotta sell it because it's not gonna pass emissions in California or anywhere else, so we'll sell it. And so then um, I started uh, driving with them to learn more, and then we ordered a truck for me out of Nebraska, and we went and picked it up this last July, and so now I have my own DOT, and he has his, and sometimes we meet in the middle. So I do the, uh, Six foot beams out of Oregon, Southern Oregon, okay. and she does uh, all with the wood, which is treated lumber. But we're just about throwing rock distance apart where the mills are at. So usually we meet up there in the morning, we'll drive up together, and we'll load and I'll load, and we'll meet for lunch. Then we'll go down, and we're about three hours from our house. So it's a pretty easy run, actually. Okay. We, uh, we call ourselves uh, semi-retired because we don't do too much driving. I've <laughs> been driving for 30 years, so yeah. I don't do long stuff anymore. And, and she likes her run too. She, yeah. Likes, yeah. she goes to Woodland, California, and it's only three hours drive from our house. Okay. And the same here. I offload three hours away. So after you get uploaded, I do concrete back home, offload that, and I go home. No people tell me every night. So we, that's what we do. Yeah. But easy, easy, easy stuff there. Easy stuff. No more of the, uh, I'm going to go back in your history, Bruce. Um, it sounds, sounds like you've probably done a little bit of that. Yes, I have. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, run, run yeah. Cross country. And yeah. Stuff, I've, I've run cross country. I did uh, 12 Western States okay. for quite a while. I enjoyed it. It was the, uh, time that, that was, uh, just seeing the country was really nice, different places. And I was going to seeing, uh, new people, meet new people, uh, interesting places that, it has moments, that's for sure. No doubt about that. It's not for everybody, yeah. but uh, I love doing it. But then once I got further in my career, I decided I want to stay home a little more. Yeah. And uh, before I met her, I was still doing three states. Then uh, we met. What's funny story is that she, <laughs> you go where? She didn't want me going to Southern California, LA. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to be together, we got to get a little closer. But I was ready to come home anyway. I wasn't going to go on the highway. Right. That's why I decided, well, I'll get up some runs, good customers, and uh, it worked out very well. We got very good customers, and they keep us real close to the house, and they really work us very well. You guys working directly with, um, directly with those shipper customers? Yes, so, yes, yeah. no brokers, no we brokers, just, yeah. no brokers, just put the, with the customers, we call them customers, yeah. no brokers, and they, I can't complain, they're just, they treat us so very well, yeah. I can't he, he, he hauled for All Weather Wood and his family, his dad, third generation, so his dad worked for All Weather Wood, hauled for All Weather Wood, He's got a twin brother that hauls for all weather wood. He hauled for all weather wood. And then, so when I would go with him, that's the mill that I would go to yeah. and, and learn the people, great people, friends. We, Matter of fact, we go do. camping with them yeah. and do things with the people from the mill. So it's, he's been hauling out of all weather wood for 27 years. 27 years. 27 years. 27 years. So it was just a real comfortable thing for me to go in and, and uh, learn that and be there. And they take good care of me there. and. You know, if I ever had a worry, they would be right there to help. So it's a real safe environment for a lady to go into that type yeah, of they're, situation. Yeah, they're like family, really are to us. Mm -hmm. They come to our house, they stay at our house. Yeah. Fact, the yeah. office personnel that lift up. They were at our wedding. At our wedding. <laughs> no, we're very, so, very nice people. Yeah. We're very blessed in that way. Yeah. Very blessed. Well, tell me, uh, tell me about these two trucks. I think, uh, I think this one. And here I pointed to Bruce's 2020 295 inch wheelbase Peterbilt 389 dates this one. Yes. Yes. Kelly's Viper Red, uniquely striped 2022 389. Seniority took precedence here, as it were. We started with Bruce's 2020. 
Base painted a sparkling legendary gray. It's a legendary gray. What it is, it's, it's a series of paint that Peterbilt came out with. They have, I believe, seven to eight series in that color. Okay. What it is, it's a, a color, base color, but they put broken glass, charged glass in to break it up. It's not metal, it's actually glass. That's what makes, that gives it the sparkle in the paint. Right. So it really um, makes it pop in the sun. Tell me about the truck. What is it? It's a 2020 Peterbilt. It's 295 wheelbase with the IX Cummins in it. It um, uh, just did a bunch of work to it. We did the panels, the steps, the paint tanks, uh, but just put the light bar in the back from 12 gauge okay. and uh, straight stacks. Just basically um, fix it up. We called back in the front of the truck. We lowered the front end down. Took a New suspension off, believe it or not, we took the suspension off when we first got the truck. Okay. Took it out, put new suspension in the front so we can lower it down the front end to make right. it look different when we park it. And other than that, it's just a, a working truck. Among other custom touches, Bruce has installed signal lights on the edge of the front fenders. Try to make it as early model truck as possible. It's 2020, but I like to make it look more like 1990s models trucks. Try to keep the old school look with it. And those lights in the fender were originally on 92 Peterbilt's. Okay. From 82 to, I believe, 90, they put those on the fenders. Okay. The factory did. They quit doing it. But I just love that look, so I went ahead and put that light on. I get a lot of comps on it. You don't see it too often, because it's old school. Yeah. You change the headlights too. Yeah, change the headlights out. Put the old school headlights on. Yeah. The four bucket headlight system. And that's old school too. It goes quite a ways back to. Anything on the interior you've done there? No, no, just uh, real nice seats. That's about it. Okay. Uh, put some like a stereo system in there, but that's about it. Right now, I just kind of still work on the outside of it. Okay. Then I'll start working on the inside. What, what do you have yet to do? What are you? Uh, yet to do. Hmm. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> does it ever end? Uh, yeah. No, it doesn't ever end. <laughs> Don't end. Yeah, repaint those fenders again a couple years. Yeah, couple years down the road. <laughs> repaint the fenders yeah. a couple years down the road. Oh, probably, uh, they call it an eye panel. You put it between the frame and tank to hide some of the goodies on the truck. That's the next thing I want to do. They call it an eye panel. Right. And uh, other than that, uh, we want to go find some Bahama drinks and yeah. go to Mexico. Basically, hang out on the beach. Hang on the beach for a while. We've been working this truck for two years now. And we need a break. A break. A break. Yeah. A break, yeah. 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 I and mean, how often do you. I mean, I imagine you guys take some time off. Right? We, do. Oh, we, we do. do. We do. We do. Take time off here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time off a little here. vacation. So, no, no mistake, we do take time off. Yeah, we do schedule um, plans to our town vacation. We like to do RV, even just weekend fly trips. We'll get on a plane and go somewhere for the weekend, go over to Vegas. You think something bigger? Yeah. yeah, we're talking two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. yeah. We can actually unwind. Unwind, yeah. yeah. We do try to go at least once every other year to Mexico for seven days. Yeah. Um, we like to go RVing, camping, one thing I like to do. Uh, that's our place where we get back to center, yeah. is camping. That's what yeah. we like to do. Get out of cities and get in the woods, and that gets us back to our, our center point again. Because yeah. yeah. when you drive trucks like this, it, you um, you don't realize how much traffic you deal with all the time. Yeah. It's just, stressful. Yeah, yeah. It's stressful. Yeah. It gets stressful. And you need to get a break from it sometimes. Yeah. Much like driving these. But I still like driving these trucks. It's still stressful because of traffic. And, uh, so much traffic in California. So much traffic in California. Yeah. We turned into Kelly Cohn's 2022 389. Painted a sharp viper red, and she pointed out the theme this way. 
it's Clifford, the big red truck. And uh, it's Viper Red. It's a 2022 389 Peterbilt. And um, I had help, lots of help. You know, I had a vision when I started building it of what I wanted to see happen. And uh, pretty much all of it has has happened by now. Um, it's a 285 wheelbase and it's bagged on the front end, lowered. And then we had a Brent's Custom Trucks build a light bar for me. So it's about four inches off the ground. Uh, that's fun. Yeah, that's fun because it doesn't go anywhere except for on flat pavement. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about uh, build a light bar for you way in the back. Yeah, on the back of the tractor. And um, it's it's low enough that it scrapes if you go anywhere, pretty much other than level pavement. And um, so he put a air uh, ride in the back, it lifts. So I have a switch on the dash that'll actually lift it. So it'll lift it up. And then uh, the same thing, we put the shock box on the back with the lights. That's the most recent ad. I have a train bell and uh, gets lots of attention because you don't have iron train bells. It's an actual train bell from a actual locomotive that's been refurbished. Yeah, we found it. A friend of mine, ours actually, we found it. He gives a number, he got back in North Carolina. Okay. He's a retired engineer and he gets these old bells, restores them. Gets to the point where he sent one to us. So he bought, he sent from North Carolina to California. He bought it for me for a Christmas gift. Christmas gift. Even a heavy, I think it weighs about 50 pounds, <laughs> just a bell. It was in our living room for about a year and a half <laughs> before we finally got it put on. No, no. It's controlled by the it's air controlled bell. controlled by the air bell. Oh, yeah, okay. so originally this truck came with a slide and we rebuilt that so we could put the deck plates through and we bought the lower saddles. So um, those legs right there are lower than, you know, like his legs, see how tall they are. These are really super low. And... Um, we rebuilt that, and when we rebuilt that, we took the airline that goes to the slide and it outfits this, so the slide button on the dash actually triggers that. Translation? As noted up top, no more sliding fifth wheel, unlike the one on Bruce's rig, but Kelly can make the sound you're hearing now. The bell's mounted under the deck ahead of the tandems. Catch a picture of it in the post that houses this podcast for July 8th, 2022 at overdriveonline.com slash overdrive hyphen radio. Remarkable, right? Bruce has his own locomotive equipment, as it were. A likewise recent addition to his 2020 389. Bruce has Nathan train horns, and I bought him for his birthday. He turned 60 last year. Okay. Well, October, October. so not even a year ago. But um, I surprised him with him. He didn't know he was getting that. And so I brought him to, everybody came. We had a big, huge party and he opened up that box and that's all he wanted to do the rest of the night was play with those train horns. Right, so. right, yeah. always, always want them, but, but uh, always been on the, uh, the cheaper side. Nah, it's too expensive. I'm not going to buy it. Yeah, no. it's, it's, like, it's non-functional. Right? No, it's not functional. Yeah. It's not functional. So why would I buy that? Why yeah, you're not going to use those. Yeah, use those. <laughs> it's not going to make any money. So yeah. why would I buy that for? Yeah. I, the box is kind of heavy. What the heck's in the box? Yeah, there's probably how many people, 60 people on yeah. a birthday party. We had a friend of room, quite a few people, and they're all looking up, looking up. Of course, they're all drivers, a lot of drivers. A lot of truck people. Yeah. And man, I took those out. You can, my eyes just got so big. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Nathan train horns. And oh everybody's God. like, whoa. <laughs> you got Nathan. My wife won't let me drive those. <laughs> <laughs> Jokingly. 
but it's funny stuff. It's yeah. awesome. Awesome. Yeah, so it's been a good track. We've been having a lot of fun. Uh, we do um, dates, you know, we'll park the truck side by side sometimes for an overnight somewhere. And uh, we have the barbecue and we get out and do some tailgating and have a nice uh, cold drink and some yeah. steaks yeah. on the grill and yeah. wave at people when they go by. And, yeah. you know, yeah. we don't take any of it too seriously. Yeah, it's all an adventure. Yeah, it's fun. We've, yeah. we've been on the coast before a couple of times. Lots to repair uh, damaged highway 101, conch over there, and uh, it's adventure. It's up in the woods, up yeah. the coast, redwoods, and like way up, uh, way up north, up, San Francisco. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, beautiful it's, up there. It's something. It's something yeah. up there. Beautiful. The giant redwoods up there, just yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. We love going up there, yeah. and we just, like I said, we don't take it too seriously. We don't. We're at that age now. Where we're going to be retiring in probably five years, imagine. Yeah. And we're just going to have fun with them. Yeah. The last choice, we've had fun with them. Yep. How do you get ready for that? I mean, that's that's a big subject to, among owner operators, I know, because it's not easy it's not to easy do. you got to be disciplined about it yeah. heading into it. And, yep. and well, for for decades heading into it, really. Oh, for retirement? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, uh, we. Um, you, we you had a previous career, though. Uh, yeah, where, I worked for Shasta College, okay. uh, junior college up north. And I worked there for 16 years and then I retired from there and decided to become a truck driver. And, um, you know, the college was good for me. So I have still my retirement that I haven't touched from there. And so, you know, we'll draw that. And then, uh, we both have, uh, investment accounts and 401ks and you've done that over the years. We just try to put the money aside so that we have it when it comes time. We had a rental and, and, uh, the market went up so high, it it was time to sell. Yeah. perfect timing yeah. and uh, just we put the money back in the current plan so yeah. we'll, well, we'll, we'll sit up pretty well yeah, yeah. so we're, we're so so it's pretty off. lucky that way pretty lucky that way pretty fortunate yeah. we feel blessed we drive a full two full-blown house across the house right yeah, sure. the truck across the house the cones are running toward retirement five years down the road in style no doubt and with two separate one truck dot numbers there are a few reasons for why that is from mix-ups around Kelly's last name and its change after their marriage, as well as COVID pandemic-inspired processing delays. Given Kelly's newness as a driver, too, getting some experience under her belt for insurance purposes at first limited her ability to run under Bruce's liability policy. We could have put me under his um, DOT as a driver, but as a new venture, a new driver, his insurance wouldn't touch me. Yeah, right. That, that's so I had to drive point, for over a year. Point. Yeah, yeah. So his insurance is like, nope, we can't do it. She'll have to get her own policy. Yeah. yeah. So it just worked out worked exactly out. the way yeah, it was supposed to. to. Yeah. As everything in life seems to, everything yeah. works out exactly how it's supposed to. Well, it's, it's going to be. I look at it this way. It's going to be stories we're going to be telling about to retire. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be stories. We'll laugh about it. Long time. A long time we'll be laughing about. It, but it took her to get her DOT uh, in her truck because California was not going to give it to her. They won't do. do they will not do new ventures, so yeah. it took a while, but we finally got it. Finally, looking at the two rigs, there's no doubt an aesthetic priorities difference between husband and wife. Bruce's legendary gray Pete features paint on nearly every surface that will take it, including the breathers, the tanks, and more. Kelly's got no shortage of bright parts, on the other hand, sparkling silver striping all the way around. Here's what Bruce had to say about that. I've been around trucking long enough to where this uh, I just didn't want to rub a chrome aluminum anymore. I just 
more paint, Polish. less polishing, yeah. tire polishing. So I said, I'm painting everything now. Okay. Tanks, fenders, steps, and polish everything. But, but she wanted uh, polished tanks. I said, honey, you'll be sorry. You're going to have to always polish tanks into the harsh things to polish. So she decided that uh, we decided, and uh, it's her choice, and I backed her and said, yes, we'll, we'll do what you want to do. Not a problem. So we did. We ended up doing the tanks. They came out really nice. I thought they came out pretty nice. And, you know, this extends all the way into your uh, uh, valve stem caps, right? Yes. Girls <laughs> girls like bling. <laughs> Diamonds are a girl's best friend. So I added a few little girl touches, you know, ladies be represented here. And so on my valve stem covers, I have a little blingy diamond valve stem covers. And then my key lock on my passenger side has a little diamond ring on it. And then I also added a pink stripe in with my um, graphics so that it's not really obvious that it's a pink stripe, but there is a pink stripe on it. Yeah, Clifford the Big Red Dog and yes, the grill. Yes, on my grill. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Clifford the Big Red Dog. We had that custom made um, up out of Southern uh, Oregon again. Um, and uh, I had a friend of ours, Jeff Crank, does graphic artist work. He painted it for me off a picture. And then he's also the one that did the mural of the dogs on my visor, on the inside of my visor. Catch some pictures of the pair of pristine peats via the post that houses this podcast at overdriveonline.com slash overdrive hyphen radio. Stay tuned for video treatment of the rigs too via our custom rigs section at the site and Overdrive's YouTube channel. Clearly, cones are set with a destination in mind for retirement and loving the place their businesses are in. Also at the A.J. Sosa Memorial Truck Show, as regular readers will know, I met a young man in perhaps the opposite place, at least when it comes to career stages. Owner operator Tony Gonzalez is proud second owner of a 2015 Peterbilt 389 he's made his own. You can catch a video published just yesterday, Thursday, July 7th, 2022, featuring Gonzalez. What follows? Hear the audio that accompanies that video, plus more from my conversation with an owner-operator just a couple years into his career behind the wheel of the business. And quite similarly to the Cones, loving life. My name is Tony Gonzalez, running for San Miguel Transportation, based out of Katahdi, California. Uh, the truck itself is a 2015 389. Been in the family since the day we got it. My dad ran it for the first six years of its life with a bone stock 389. Not a chicken light in sight. Uh, finally, I kind of took it over the last three years, and in the last three years, it's gone from a bone stock 389 to as it sits now. You know, it's a uh, she's a working girl that can hang in there with the big boys at the shows. Mileage on it is 908 420. Okay. Yeah, she's still like I said, she's a working girl. Coming into it, when I knew I wanted to get into the driving, I told my dad like, hey, I want to get into this, but. I didn't want to work for him. I knew better than kind of trying to go in and work with family. So those one of the things where it's like, somebody truck for a fair price, I'm going to pay you fair price. I'm not asking for a handout. Uh, went into it, once it was kind of mine, it kind of went in under like a, like a owner op, leased onto him. Treat me like any, any one of your drivers. You know, I don't want anything special. I'm not asking for a handout. You know, cause I'm a proud guy. I know my dad's the same way. So yeah. he, he respected it just as much as I did when I asked him, when I approached him that way. Yeah. And it was just one of those things where He's been running me the same as any other guy, and we've done well. You know, I've, I've done extremely well, and he's been happy because he's, he's got the freight going out. Yeah. So we're happy on both ends. They've been running for uh, probably close to 20 years now. Uh, originally started based out of Salinas Holland Produce. Okay. Kind of ran that for a while, made the, made the money out of that, but 
with produce comes a headache and we kind of got over it. So eventually we, we got into the wine, hauling box yeah. wine now and uh, greatest thing we could have done. You know, it's less of a headache. The wait times are very minimal and you know, you gotta think you're picking a product that got bottled three years ago. So you're really never waiting. So we've got a fleet of nine trucks, four local, five on the road. And we run just dedicated lanes from pretty much Santa Rosa to Phoenix, Portland, and Auburn. All reefer, I mean, our, our, our local guys, since they stay up north, they're in, they're in dry vans, since they don't really do it. Uh, we do a lot of consolidation, so we consolidate all throughout the Bay Area, San Jose, Modesto, all the immediate area. Come back to our warehouse, and it's mainly a consolidation warehouse. We do a lot of LTL okay. and load out of there. And so since I took it over the first year that I ran it, it was basically bunker down, head down, just get as much as I could. Just, like I said, I may not be running my own numbers, but I treated it as if I was. Because yeah. like, why wait until you got to run your own numbers to be dealing with the headaches to get ahead of the ball? So first year, kind of just ran it, stockpiled on parts. And after that's when everything kind of started off. Um, we got a local shop in Fontana called Viking CD. The guys have kind of been doing everything for me, helping me out with a lot of the lighting. Besides that, you know, the air ride, that's something that's just it's factory air ride, but we just implemented, got rid of the factory leveling valves, put in the rear dump valves, ran airlines to our front system to be able to dump it all together. Just because, you know, these factory air rides nowadays, they're, they're pricey. And, you know, I'm, I'm a one truck fleet, so anywhere I can do something myself, I do it. So if it means like scavenging forums for hours, look for answers, we got nothing but time in the cab, so it gives you that gives you the opportunity to go ahead and look for it. It has a show aesthetic, but over the road, I've still got stock ride height, yeah. stock comfortability. And for now, like everything with the truck has been stepping stones, yeah. you know, where I can get it done and do it and build from there. You know, yeah. that's the thing about these trucks is you can have a truck that's bone stock and you're working on it and you have a truck that you think is done and they're still working on it. These things are never ending. Interior, yeah, we got uh, all glass watermelons inside. Uh, it's got an SH tube. 45 bend, all internal wired, wide ride Boston seats on uh, some solo brackets. We want to get into the interior this year. You know, we got we got big plans for the interior. I think we've kind of capped on the exterior for now, and this year alone, we've been kind of putting more into the interior. What's your dad's name? Tony. Tony Gonzalez, same as me. Yes, sir. Are you a junior? I'm a, I'm a junior by name, but not by law. <laughs> it's one of those things. And the, and the fleet's called San, San Miguel. Tran San Miguel Transportation, based out of Cotati, California. Okay. I think you said your dad live in Phoenix, though. Yep. Yeah, he lives in Phoenix. He kind of just stays over there and handles the day to day. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, he he was on the road for close to twenty years. He did it with me. You know, I was five years old, rolling around with him. So, and I have two younger siblings. So with them, you know, he's like, you know, I want to try a different approach this time. Stayed local ran with them and it eats at them. You know, you, you do 20 years on the road and you try to go back local, it's hard to accommodate. Yeah. So I, I try to keep him as involved as possible. I still call him every day and yeah. I'm like, hey dad, like I need to get over here and I want to avoid traffic. I just call him up because he gets his kick. Oh yeah, you're going to want to do this, this and that. You know, so it's giving him his little bit of the road while being still home. But you told me, uh, you, you tried some other things before you came out here and did this, right? Yeah, so initially, you know, I grew up in the industry, but I, I didn't want anything to do with it. Okay. Didn't want anything to do with it. First first six years, pretty much straight out of high school, I worked in finance. Uh, last job I had, I was working as a financial litigator in Phoenix. Huh. High rise, you know, three-piece suit every day. And just <laughs> one day out of the crazy, man, I was just like, kind of got over it. I quit my job. Following day, I was working as a day laborer, working construction in Phoenix. Oh. 125 degree weather. 
and it was just one of those things where wow. kind of just wanted a bit of a humbling experience. You know, went in there, worked as a laborer for a couple months, and I had already had my license. That's one thing my dad had told me, like, you know what, like, get your license. Even if you don't do nothing with it, at least you have it. When it comes time to you actually want to use it, now you got three years of over the road experience or on, you know, license experience. So from working as a laborer, I started driving a jump truck local there. And, you know, well, the things where my dad's like, hey, man, you're already driving. Make some good money. Yeah, come over here. Yeah, he's like, come make some good money. And that's when I told him, I was like, I'll come over, man, but I can't work for you. <laughs> I, I just knew better. And he, he understood. He got it. Yeah. So that's what we started running with this setup. And it's it's worked on both ends. Cool. Both ends, you know. We've got, uh, I mean, how many people know, but I, I, got a, I got a truck on order right now. Oh, cool. So, yeah, this, is one, this one will be getting kind of rested up north for a while. I'm planning on doing just a full teardown on this. Still get the inside just because this will pretty much be, this is the truck that started it for me. Yeah. So I, I'm not planning on letting it go anywhere. Yeah. And the new ones, it's just, it's, it's, you got to compete, you know. What it, might you do? Will you, will you put a driver in this? Yeah. <sighs> Well, I mean, the first year that well, maybe it, it'll, maybe it, or this just might be one of my honestly, my, my real plan for this is I'm hoping I can get this dolled up to convince my dad to start coming out to shows with me, yeah, okay. you know, have my dad come up with this. It's, you know, when we show up, I got some other guys come through. They can help polish and get it right because I know my dad doesn't want to do that. He doesn't get into that anymore. I still love personally the elbow grease and the rubbing and all that. Yeah, I live for it and he's not there, but I know he would enjoy this and that's one thing with my dad, like I said, he had this and it was bone stock. My dad never really got into that. My dad stayed, stayed in the business portion of it all. Yep. And uh, up until I got into it and started seeing it, he's kind of been getting involved and, oh man, checking it out. Right. So that's the plan with this is hopefully set this up so he can have this and come to shows. He can drive it out yeah. after the weekend. I've got the new 389 and that'll be the new project. Yeah. Uh, hopefully by next year at this show, we'll, we'll have it out. Delivery date right now is February, but you know how that goes. <laughs> She's still running great. She looks great, so I'm, I'm in no hurry. Yeah. But granted, I'd, I'd like to get it pretty quick. Just, you know, last last week at Ventura, I was there and I actually I won their full set of Dynaflex pipes. Cool. So I was gonna throw it on this, but there's just so much going on here with the yeah, way we set time. it up. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I already talked to Sal over at Dynaflex, and we got it just ordered in for a 2022 389. That's just gonna be. You know, yeah. it's one less item off the list, especially right now, man. Everything's yeah. just so hard to get. Yeah. So that's why everything I'm sourcing right now has been, you know, originally I had ordered a recessed uh, license plate bumper, but a year and a half wait. Yeah. So it's, I figured, you know, I'll throw this one on for now. I still got the other one on order. Just swapping back and forth. Yeah. All right, so it's a 495 Cummins, 1650 Torque. It's got 13 speed Ian Fuller trans. It's got 325 rears. Uh, wheelbase is a 265, just a little modest, but the, yeah. the 44 sleeper just gives it that extra look, you know, that little aggressiveness. That's why I like it. You know, it's it's not quite the coffin, but yeah. aesthetically it's great. But man, I missed I missed the fridge. I missed the fridge, man. Phoenix, man, you're gonna make deliveries. You want a nice cold water, yeah. you know? And I just can't see myself carrying a cooler around and yeah. doing all that stuff. It just, yeah. just takes away from me. Yeah, you need the fridge. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. More than that, that's really about it. <laughs> yeah. That's really it. You know, and that's why with the new trucks, we're going 63 inch sleeper. But, yeah, you know, one, yeah. going yeah. to shows, you know, it's the great thing about coming out here. You can talk to guys, you talk specs, and you get an idea. So I had a, I had a number in my head for wheelbase, and I didn't know how it was going to look. And 
fortunately last weekend I found an almost exact same truck with the same wheelbase and I'm like, all right, this is perfect. This, this will work great. Just because we, we do a lot of uh, market plate, uh, market in San Francisco and LA, San Diego. So, you know, right. can't get over too zealous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that and we also, you know, we go into a lot of vineyards and it gets, you get into the sticks sometimes. Yeah. And you uh, end up having to turn around in an odd spot. Yes. 100%. Uh, I mean, yeah. probably like 60% of the spots that I go to, they're, they're blind turn-ins yeah. just because, you know, especially when you're down, you know, the market in San Francisco, it's all little warehouses, man. It's all designed for 48 foot trailers and when we had a smaller wheelbase. So, yeah. you know, you're sticking out there and you got to be completely alley dog because you, you'll stick the whole front end out into the oncoming traffic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you, seem to, you seem to enjoy uh, t telling your story, which is good. Yeah, man. It's just, you know, you're excited about it. And first thing for me, like, especially when I see young cats, I was kind of trying to get them into it. Because, yeah. yeah, that's, that's one thing that does it for me when I'll be, at a, I'll be sitting at a dock and I'll see the kid jump out to open his dad's doors and I'm like, I remember that was me. I'll see him and I'm like, hey man, everything your dad does, I mean, everything, look at it. Because if you, know, you come down to it, if it comes to the point you're gonna do it, whatever he did that day, it's gonna save you, man. I can't tell you how many countless times the little things that my dad did that on the road that I thought was like, the hell has saved me or got me out of a pinch all day. What's an example? Give me an example of it. I mean, learning how Cajun breaks, you know, or like, uh, once I had a, the alternator in my, in my reefer go out. Okay. So we have jump posts in the back. So what we did was we just got a set of uh, cables, cut them off, put a worm ring on it, and I pretty much just had the had the uh, the reefer hardwired to the truck, and just kept it running that way. Yeah. You know, those little few things. You know, keeping you know little siphon little siphon tube and an empty gallon. It's one of the things that you never you don't realize. You know, yeah. you know, always keeping my fuel tank and my de and my my trailer full because if I ever run out here, I know I got 35 gallons back there to get me by in a pinch. Luckily, these, these motors are so simple. You don't have to prime and do any of that crazy stuff anymore. Um, so it's, you know, especially with, uh, I got a 70 gallon tank on one side and 110. So I pretty much push my limits yeah. every day you when I fill a up. Huge capacity, yeah. yeah, no, but at the same time, it's like the number's just right. Cause I can't tell you how many times, we, we load heavy. So I can't tell you how many times I'm riding at 79, 980, 79, yeah. nine. So if I got any more fuel on there, don't know if I'd say legal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's a wrap. Here's a big thanks to Bruce and Kelly Cohn and Tony Gonzalez for spending some time with us out in Merced, California. And to you for hanging with us through to the end. Overdrive Radio is a production of Overdrive, the voice of the American trucker. It's edited and produced by me, Todd Dills, with the acoustic guitar and other support of trucker songwriter and Overdrive contributor long haul Paul Marhofer podcast is backed up further by our own news editor matt cole social media coordinator holly young and executive editor alex Lockie. keep the tips coming and keep it